You're in a Fenestration Conversation, where Canada's window and door industry talks about the things that matter to our businesses. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another special coronavirus edition. Today we spoke with Carl Pickett and Rock Simard from AU Group. They are insurance brokers who specialize in credit insurance. The way this conversation came about was... Uh, Obviously, we're all thinking about what the future holds for our businesses. It's uh, going to be a difficult time, probably a deep recession, um, hopefully a short one. But uh, certainly, we're all under a lot of pressure. And, um, you know, just thinking about ways that uh, we can uh, protect ourselves and, and try to uh, keep the lights on and keep things together until uh, all of this passes and hopefully the economy comes roaring back. And one of the things that uh, I think everybody would like some protection from is uh, defaults on payments uh, from uh, our uh, customers. And uh, credit insurance certainly uh, helps with that. It uh, can be a way to also access uh, credit when it's needed, which uh, some of us may need help with that uh, when it comes time to invest to in the recovery from this uh, pandemic. And uh, anyways, Carl and Rock have a lot of great information about it. They're very, very knowledgeable. And uh, I was glad to have them on here and uh, give you the information that uh, hopefully will at least be some food for thought uh, for some way that you can uh, help your business through this. And without further ado, here's Carl Pickett and Rock Simard. Hi guys, how are you today? Hey, Patrick. Yeah, sure. Thank you very much for the invite and I hope everybody is safe and uh, healthy and uh, working from home. Yep, exactly. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's what we're all, that's what we're all in the midst of doing. And, uh, and I think we're all kind of working overtime to, uh, to get as much uh, information out there as we can to everybody because things are, are just so uncertain. Um, before we get, uh, before we get into uh, our topic today, let's talk to, uh, Let's just get uh, introductions from both of you guys. Carl, why don't we start with you and uh, just tell us uh, a bit about your, your background and, uh, and what you're doing with AU Group now. Basically, I am a trade credit specialist, uh, accounts receivable insurance specialist broker located in Ontario. Uh, I've been working for AU Group for roughly a year. Uh, prior to that, I, I, you know, I, I basically have about 16 years of experience within this, uh, this industry. Uh, working for one of the largest uh, credit insurers in the world for 12 years, COFAS, and uh, as a specialist broker with another uh, outfit here in Ontario as well for about five. Fantastic. Rock, your turn. Yes, absolutely. Thanks, Patrick. Uh, I've been doing this uh, for 24 years. Uh, time goes by fast. Um, after getting my MBA, I worked with uh, uh, trade indemnity in Ottawa, which got bought out by Euler Hermes, which is the leading credit insurer in the world. Um, so I, I have uh, some very good experience, worked with several uh, brokers, several insurers, so I can uh, comfortably uh, help uh, most of your clients. Uh, absolutely. Fantastic. Okay. So, um, you know, what we're, what we're obviously doing here today is we're talking to uh, uh, small business owners from a, a number of walks of life. Uh, about credit insurance and and how they how it can help them in the in the present context. I, I think before uh, you know every, everybody is obviously on pins and needles. Uh, that I've I've already spoken to several uh, business owners who uh, are are very concerned, 
um, big layoffs already and uh, a lot of people seeing uh, almost their entire order books wiped out for uh, the next couple of months. Um, so it's extremely concerning, obviously. Um, I guess before we get into all of that, uh, Rock, why don't you start us off with uh, a little introduction to, uh, to credit insurance and, and just what it is and, and what, it, uh, what it covers. In a nutshell, uh, credit insurance is uh, helping uh, to merge the gap that you get while you're selling goods on payment terms. So what happens is when you sell your goods or your invoice, your services, you say goodbye to those goods. And in the next 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, hopefully, uh, your client will pay you. So what happens if they don't? So that's when credit insurance comes in. It bridges that gap and ensures that you will get paid for the goods and services that you've sold. You know, credit insurance is basically a form of insurance that transfers the risk for businesses seeking to protect their accounts receivable uh, against non-payment to, uh, you know, from their buyers onto the actual insurer. Yeah. Yep. And it's, it's, uh, I'm sure it's absolutely obvious to everybody how, how, how that is helpful. And then now, uh, I guess we would say, Carl, never more than ever, because uh, you have to have an added level of uncertainty right now as to whether your customers are actually going to be there to pay you uh, after you've delivered something to them. Would that be correct? It would be correct, Patrick. I mean, you know, Rock and I have both been in this industry for a very long time. And, and I feel like, you know, we're, we're specialists. And, and though we've been in need, I don't think there's ever been more of a, a profound time than now. Um, I mean, we're looking at a, a crisis which uh, really, you know, it, it defies any kind of, uh, you know, foresight or, or, or predictions as to where it can, will go. Uh, the economy is in shambles, and uh, and this is what this product was designed and built and created for. It was exactly these types of, uh, you know, situations. Uh, although we are now in uncharted waters, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, absolutely. And so to that, and, 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 and we'll get to the coverage in a minute, but I mean, the first thing, when you sent me the, uh, an email initially, uh, uh, just mentioning, uh, these aspects, Carl, uh, you saw my response back immediately was, well, who, who would insure somebody in this climate, uh, right now, if they didn't already, if they didn't already have the policy, uh, t- talk to that a bit for me, and, and and just tell me if if it is actually possible to get uh, to get credit insurance right now. Absolutely, Patrick. It is it it is uh, viable for sure. I mean, you know, uh, the credit insurers right now in, in Canada and throughout the world have stepped up big. Uh, uh, you know, they're coming to the plate and uh, they're here to support businesses, but also to prop up economies. And what we'll see, I think, in the months ahead is that the There'll be a, a collective partnership between the federal governments of all nations where credit insurance exists, stepping in to support the credit insurers as well to, to keep businesses alive, like mm. so that uh, you know we will have a future economy. So there is appetite for risk. Uh, obviously, there are some sectors that are uh, the, the are more distressed distressed than others, but right now the business uh, you know the doors are open for business but uh it's definitely going to be a situation where it's going to be first come first serve hmm. i like i like uh, that yeah patrick it's just that uh what what, what we uh, we've seen and what we've experienced in 2008 uh to a lesser extent is that capacity dries up so what do i mean by capacity is that the credit insurers will insure for example uh, companies like uh, sears or uh, eaton's and uh, and the likes and at some point, they get so much demand that they can't keep up with the demand and they shut up the capacity and they've reached it. 
So right now there's still some capacity in the market, but if you wait like three, four, six months, and depending on, on that uh, COVID-19, how it goes, capacity may dry up. So that's why it's really important if you don't already have credit insurance to buy in now. And what it does is you get the capacity and you get the pricing that's right now. If you wait, insolvencies will come in, premiums will go up, and you'll buy in at that level. And you'll be stuck at that level for many years. So might as well buy now, get the capacity, and pay less. Right now, I mean, you know, here in, in Canada, if companies are exporting and they're actually financing their businesses by, uh, you know, uh, through the receivables, but meaning that the bank is advancing funds against the receivables, on the export side, there is already usually a requirement to have uh, credit insurance in place for the banks to do that comfortably. Well, I think what we're going to see now in the months that are coming up is that uh, they're going to require that on domestic as well. So if companies are actually borrowing from their bank by uh, lending against the receivables, mm -hmm. the uh, banks are going to need as a, as a necessary mandate to have credit insurance in place. So, you know, it's a situation where if you don't have the cover or you didn't get in early enough and you, uh, you know, you can't make the, the bank feel comfortable by having it insured and the bank na named as a lost payee, you could just, you could very well see your operating line evaporate as well. Strikes me that that'll be especially critical in the recovery from this when, uh, you know, when we finally have a vaccine or whatever, or the, the curve is flattened enough and, 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 and things get going again. And, and I'm actually more or less personally, but with some experts I've talked to predicting a, a, actually a very strong rebound uh, once the, the, the lid is sort of lifted. Um, that that's going to be especially important to have that access to credit, right? When uh, when when you're going to want to ramp up again, you're going to want to hire everybody back, uh, and you're maybe even going to want to buy supplies uh, to be able to service your customers again. Absolutely, Patrick, and that's a very very key point that the trade the credit insurance can help with. If uh, you're continuing to ship to your uh, buyers uh, during this COVID nineteen, and when it picks up again you can strategically choose the buyers that you're insured with uh, to uh, continue shipping to them and not only continue, but ship at higher demand that will be requested. So if you have the backing of the credit insurer to help you with that, well, guess what? You're going to be a strategic supplier to your clients and you're going to create that bond uh, with them. Mm -hmm. For sure. That's, think, that's a great point. And expand on that as well. I mean, you know, to be honest with you, Patrick, this last year has been a rough one for our economy as it stands. Um, you know, the the uh, credit insurers were already seeing an uptick in claims activity. Uh, you know, we had so many different factors that were coming into play. We had the uh, Brexit in the UK. We had, uh, you know, the, uh, the uh, disputes with China, trade disputes with China. Uh, we had the rail blockades here in Canada. Uh, and then, you know, when the uh, COVID-19 first hit China and the factories closed, we had a massive uh, supply chain disruption that occurred. So right now, as we speak, there's a great deal of companies who, uh, who have sold to customers mm -hmm. and those receivables will be due any day now. And I can be pretty certain that they're going to be late uh, yeah. paying, uh, you know, the pandemic arriving here. That's just exacerbated the you know, the issue even further. So we will see the chickens come home to roost, so to speak. I would say by mid-May, definitely by June, you're going to have uh, a lot of defaults. Everyone, guys, everyone, 
is deferring Everyone. payments and 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 in in our business for advertising they're deferring payment <laughs> everybody is the, you know whether they're whether it's you know I, I have no doubt that everyone's offices are in complete chaos and i definitely think it needs to be stated as well patrick that you know we're in such unprecedented times that look there's been there's been uh you know corporations out there that have been considered like fortresses you know the buyers that you would never have to be worried about whatsoever i mean mm -hmm. you know let's even throw out names like home depot or whomever i mean mm -hmm. these are the types of companies right now that will also struggle in the months ahead with the stock market crash and etc like there is no business that is infallible right now i mean it's uh it's you know the the field is wide open yeah for yeah, sure. Just an example, I don't know if you've seen that, Patrick, in the Financial Times this morning, it was reported that Standard & Poor's downgraded Ford, uh, the, the auto manufacturer, to uh, junk bond uh, status. And their uh, uh, Moody's is uh, putting uh, on the negative watch uh, uh, Daimler, uh, Volkswagen, uh, BMW. So, so the impact is uh, on very we thought solid companies and the impact is going to be quite extensive. And these are, and these are companies that we already know the government will bail out rather than allow to, uh, to collapse. Correct. <laughs> so, yeah. holy smokes. Yeah. Um, Brock, let's, um, you know, there's, uh, speaking of things that have been in the news, uh, that, that there, there were a few reports swirling around at the start of this thing that, that some insurance policies now, I, I believe the news reports were in the health sector, uh, which doesn't have anything to do with this, but uh, there were some reports swirling around that insurance companies uh, wouldn't be covering things due to coronavirus uh, losses. Um, what's the status of that in the, in the, in the credit insurance industry? And, uh, and, and how confident can you be that your policy is going to be, uh, going to be, well, it's not that your policy is not being honored, but that you don't have a policy with a, with a loophole that allows the insurance company to not cover you. It's a very, very good question, Patrick. And, uh, we're getting mixed, uh, signals from the insurers and, and, and rest assured, like uh, those insurers, like you have EDC, Euler, Cofas, Atreides, they're, they're all very well capitalized. They're all very strong companies, uh, but, but they're struggling because it, it's, it's a first time event that they've never seen that before. So what we've heard from uh, EDC is that as, as of now, they're gonna see that on a case by case basis. It's very difficult for them to, to say that, okay, it won't be seen as a catastrophic event. It won't be seen as a uh, force majeure. Uh, so they, they have the lawyers looking into that uh, actively and they're looking at the uh, jurisprudence there, and, but they don't know. So what they're telling us is, hey, uh, if you have a something, we're there to support you, but submit the, uh, your claim and we'll evaluate it then. On the reverse side, we've got Euler, which is the leading uh, global uh, credit insurer, uh, is telling us, uh, and that was as of Monday on a webinar, the uh, they did is that COVID-19 will not be declared a force majeure. The losses resulting from this pandemic would not be excluded from cover. So EDC, uh, and I'm sure will uh, react uh, positively to that, but we already have some uh, like Euler that they're telling us it's not a force majeure, we're going to recognize claims. So it's really uh, talk to your agent, talk to your broker, talk to your specialist broker, and get the information. It's going to be evolving very, very quickly. 
as specialist brokers, we're receiving updates from the insurers every day. And and in some cases, I mean, you take a Tradius for an example, they're extending their reporting requirements on their policies, which I, I, I need to stress once more that if you are a company that you currently do have a credit insurance policy, that you need to stick to the letter of the wording in your policy, especially where it comes to past due reporting. I mean, this is this is going to be uh, you know it's it's going to be essential moving forward. Uh, it, it could make the difference between you actually uh, having a claim paid or having a claim denied. And if you are insuring your receivables right now uh, and you have a broker or agent uh, that's on the actual policy, you should be hearing from them like almost daily. And if you're not, then you should probably think about getting some help with that because uh, you're going to need somebody that's plugged into this industry who's going to help you stick handle your way through this crisis for sure. And that's what we do. Yeah, and EDC has uh, just uh, put two uh, measures in place uh, as of uh, two days ago. And uh, whenever you have a repudiation claim, so that that's a, you've shipped your goods, uh, you've made them available to your client, and the client says, I'm not picking them up. I, I don't want them anymore. And normally under an EDC policy, you have to wait four months, uh, resell those goods, and then the claim gets uh, looked at. What EDC has told us is this is being waived. You have a repudiation event, submit your claim immediately, and the claim will be looked at immediately. Down the road, when things <laughs> settle down, we're gonna look at selling those goods, but right now they're waiving this uh, repudiation four months clause. So that's mm -hmm. until June 15, so that's a very good measure. That's a great um, point. Yeah, yeah, no, and the, the second measure they, they, they've done is the claim waiting period, uh, again, until June, uh, you, you don't have to wait that four months between, uh, to uh, declare a protracted default because your policy normally covers you for insolvencies and non-payment. Uh, so a non-payment, uh, according to EDC, is a, a non-payment four months from the original due date. Now they've waived that. So you have a client that's not paying you, don't wait four months. You can submit your claim immediately and that claim will be looked at immediately. So those are two measures that EDC has taken so far to smooth out this, uh, the, the, this policy, those policy conditions in face of COVID-19. And you can see why EDC would be doing these sorts of things because of course they're uh, ultimately government. Um, but uh, Carl, are, are, uh, are private insurers uh, also making, making changes, uh, uh, offering some kind of breaks? Yes, they are. Like, uh, look, I just said it uh, a little earlier, but Atradius is one of the companies that have recently amended their policy to extend the uh, the reporting uh, timeline right. on their policy. Yeah. So I think that we'll be seeing some, uh, it, I mean, this is really a, a moving target. So things are changing rapidly daily. And, and, uh, and like I said, being this, a specialist broker and being in this industry, we're so connected to these insurers that we're receiving those updates uh, as they become available immediately, right? So, um, and then that's what we're doing. That's the service that we offer to our clients. Not only, only do we help navigate them through uh, the process of acquiring a new policy and getting the best policy, best coverage, and best protection for their company and their specific needs, and at the most affordable price, but we help them actually, you know, like uh, manage their policy going forward. So we're there as consultants, we're their advisors, and and uh, and right now. Yeah, I think it's it would be very essential for a company to have an advisor like this. 
Yeah. Rock, if I'm a, uh, you guys are going to be the advisors right now. Uh, Rock, if I'm sitting there uh, uh, at my uh, at my desk uh, at my business, uh, things are pretty quiet uh, because uh, all the employees have gone home and uh, and uh, my uh, my my uh, emails are not exactly coming in with orders. Um, what um, what considerations am I taking uh, into account in my head? Uh, as far as whether or not I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, make some inquiries about credit insurance. Hey, uh, insolvencies are going to be uh, increasing dramatically, uh, and it's not me saying that. You, you got Euler getting uh, studies out. You got Kofats. You got Tradias. They're all expecting insolvencies to grow significantly. Yeah. So if you don't have credit insurance right now, you should really look into it because who knows what your client, your buyer, uh, financial strength will be if they survive this uh, COVID-19 uh, two, three months uh, phase. Uh, so you want to be selling to good and solvent buyers. And if something was to occur, you want the insurer to protect you. And normally you're protected at 90% of your receivable. So that's huge. So looking into that right now is, is key. Uh, it will protect you against a non-payment. It will help you because you will need it to get proper financing. What happens when you get credit and insurance is that your receivable are margin at 90% of their value when you present that to your bank. So instead of being valued at 70, 75% in Canada, uh, 50% in the States or zero when you have foreign receivable, well, guess what? With credit and insurance, all of that value goes up to 90%. So you get extra financing. You also get like surveillance, what the insurers do, just like fire insurance will ask you to put fire extinguishers and, and stuff yep, like that mm -hmm, yep, and, yep. And to protect your building. Well, credit insurers will review what's going on, will get reports of, on your buyer and will be surveilling them on a regular basis. So you can concentrate on selling those goods selling those services to valid and sound financially uh, clients. And if it's something that was to occur, they would indemnify. So, so there's a lot of things that uh, can be beneficial with credit and insurance that you should be thinking right now. Hmm. And, and I think it's also important to, to note that, you know, um, your customer, it might be a great customer, but you don't know who they're selling to. You know, it, it, your customer could just have one customer of their own, which owes them a lot of money. And if they fail to pay your customer, your customer will not be able to pay you and they could very well fail. And you then in turn fail as well. It's as simple as that. It's a yeah. chain reaction that you want to avoid. Guys, listen, you've, you, you've been a fountain of terrific information. If my, uh, if our listeners here have, uh, have more questions. Um, I know you guys would uh, would both be thrilled to answer them. Uh, Carl, start with you. How can people get a hold of you? You can reach reach me at Pickett P I C K E T T at a u dash group dot com, or you can reach me on my phone number at four three seven two one seven two four six nine. Rock, same question. Yes, thank you, Patrick. Uh, yes, we'd be happy to answer any questions uh, your clients or your members might have. They can reach me at Simard, S-I-M-A-R-D, at au-group.com. And by my name, you can see that I do speak French. So 
all your French members, please uh, feel free to contact me. I'll be happy to do that. Or they can uh, reach me uh, on my telephone number is 514-439-2848. We're both on LinkedIn as well. Oh, are you on LinkedIn? Great. What are your territories, guys? Like, should people Ontario and West call one and people Quebec and East call other? Or how do you work that? Our territory is Canada. So uh, any okay. any uh, one of our two, uh, Carl can obviously work uh, all the uh, Ontario uh, prov- the province. Uh, but he is uh, a uh, license uh, in other provinces as well. So uh, either one. Yeah, exactly. Either one. Good and, stuff. And, if, and if, you, if, if, if there's any American uh, companies that are listening, members that are listening, we also have uh, uh, several brokers for the AU uh, uh, banner or, or for brand, our brand, our brokerage that's mm-hmm. located in the United States as well. Okay, terrific. And they, they can find all that on the website, I'm sure. Yes. Wonderful. Listen, guys, uh, thank you very much for uh, for helping us out with all this today. I, I, I do think this is something that uh, that my, my listeners at, at least need to be thinking about. Um, you know, there's, there's so few avenues uh, really to protect your business uh, uh, with things the way they are. And, um, you know, th- th- this could be something that could, that could really save people if they, if they get into it. So, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll thank you both for your time today and all this great information and, uh, and, uh, everybody stay safe and, uh, and stay clean guys. Okay. Hats off to you. It's uh, very nice of you to uh, have invited us to this uh, podcast. I uh, hope it helps your members and yes, as you say, uh, stay safe. Social distancing and wash your hands. Yeah, that's it. Thank, thanks, Carl. There's the PSA. <laughs> yeah. Thanks guys. Talk to you later. Thank you. Fenestration Conversation is a presentation of Fenestration Review Magazine and Annex Business Media.